your host, Mari Reesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Raditya Lazari. She's a mindfulness guide, and her passion is to bring mindfulness to you. She finds joy in always redefining her routines, learning new skills, and loves to discover the depth and potential of our body and mind. Please enjoy Raditya Lazari. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am here with Raditya. She is a mindfulness guide, and I am super excited to have you join me to chat about creativity. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Mari. This is super exciting. I mean, I love anything about creativity because that's what life is about. So I'm super happy to be here. Wonderful. I so agree. Creativity is what life is all about. But before we dive into more creativity talk, if you wouldn't mind letting our listeners know a little bit more about who you are, your story, what you do, so they have a sense of where you're coming from. Well, yeah. So my name is Raditya. Uh, and I am a mindfulness guide. I'm originally from Switzerland. And um, my story is so related to this topic. And it, I can't even go around it because what brought me to the States uh, was dance. And so I always, I played the music. I always loved to sing and dance growing up. I would look like watch MTV and, you know, like back in the days when they still had music videos. Oh yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> Where you mimic the dance and all that. So this is like a little bit of who I am and I still am that. And, you know, working in corporate for 20 years, you kind of, and, you know, school and all the expectations that you have to fulfill, you lose that touch and that sense of it. But for me, that was always apparent. Mm. And so over the years, I always stayed in touch with my heart, with my, you know, creativity in that sense, and just really loving life and including even those parts of like working and, you know, going for the money in that sense, that was part of it. And so a little bit later into this journey, being here in the States, I actually lost my job. Mm. And um, after I worked for a company for six years, and then after I was just exploring what I'm going to do next, right? And so what I started doing is I went to college here, right in a community college, right near me at my home. And uh, I took classes. And what brought me to mindfulness in the end was going to first just um, the community college that is like a two-year pretty Mm -hmm. much, and then moving into a four-year college and Mm -hmm. then, you know, really getting a degree in a bachelor's, uh, bachelor arts. And so it was interesting for me to discover this interest in learning Mm. and because I never grew up being interested in it like I hated reading I disliked anything that was like a requirement you know and like Mm. tests were like not my 
you know, strong suit to say the least. So anyway, so that was like kind of funny that later on in life, going back to school became such an interest for me. And so when I finished these two and a half years, because all my previous studies were accumulated, uh, I didn't have to go to school that long. But I was looking back and trying to see like, what were these themes that were coming up that I was really interested in? And what was it always included? So one, it was always surrounded by people. It was always the interest of like, what are people about? Like, I'm not a really politic, political person of interest. Like, this is not an interest of mine. And so, but I took a class in Eastern politics you know like and I took that class I was like why would I take this class right and so yeah. it really was the interest of the people like what was behind this mm -hmm. and then I love really got lo in love with um, taking art classes like I never took an official art class I just loved making art but never really taking a class like this and that's where I really discovered that there is so much more joy in just creating something without knowing what it what your skills are and what the outcome should be mm -hmm. and so these were like two different things that came together and yeah mindfulness then just popped into my one of my final classes and so this is like it really came together as one after many many years <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness I love all of this I mean just hearing the bits and pieces of you know, trying new things. There's so much creativity in that and being inspired by things that you wouldn't have thought would inspire you. So much creativity and coming back to mindfulness, there's that connection to the self, which is all about creativity, having that personal experience and, and then sharing it with other people. So I love all of how it weaves in and out and creativity and mindfulness, how well they support each other and go together. So super excited to ask you all of the questions. <laughs> so to start us off, what does it mean to you to be creative? This, I mean, the one thing that really comes up for me is to discover things I didn't know. Mm, I love that. Oh my gosh. Say that again. <laughs> to discover things I didn't know. It's yes. really what creativity is for me. Yeah. Mm. What a beautiful, I, I, yeah, I, it's, that's a new definition of what creativity is. And I love how specific these definitions are to people. And I think it's amazing. So awesome. <laughs> how, how does that show up in your life on a regular basis? Do you think? Well, the funny thing is, it's, I don't, think about it as like I'm going to be creative mm -hmm. now right maybe in the after fact if I'm looking back it's like oh that was a pretty good idea right it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah. I didn't even think that would work or anything you know I think in my daily life I would say it's just to maybe use tools that I didn't think using like mm -hmm. I'm just earlier I was thinking about you know dinner and uh, I love when I have a bunch of started things in the fridge and I was like, okay, I'm not going to throw this out. And somehow these things have to work 
together, right? <laughs> so this is how I'm like thinking about it. Like when when you get to a place where you know what you don't want mm-hmm. and you know what you're supposed to do, but there in between there is a there is a gap. And then mm. that's where I find I find that's creativity that I want would implement, right? Like, okay, what I'm gonna do with this? How can I use the tools that I have, like the food that is left? Yeah. How can they work together? What do I need to add to this to make it something else, right? And so to think outside the box in a way. Yeah. And how does mindfulness show up in that, do you think? Well, the funny thing is when I was thinking about creativity as a whole, like being courageous is Mm -hmm. actually one word that comes up. And so what with mindfulness plays a role with this is that you have to be okay with whatever, how it turns out, like, let's use Mm. the meal, right? Like Uh it might not work out. (laughs) It might just not taste good. And you just got to toss it and say like, okay, I tried. And to be okay with the outcome that it might not work out and I'll have to maybe order something in instead, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're still hungry. (laughs) We still want something on the table. So it has to be quick now. So let's, now we have another another aspect of creativity. Like now we've got to think quick. Let's come up with an idea now, right? And so I really found this to be intertwined with, as you said at the beginning, right? With mindfulness. Like mindfulness to me, is letting go of our expectations Mm. just observing and noticing what is coming up for me right now Mm -hmm. am I feeling stressed about this do I feel anxiety about this do I have a certain emotion that's coming up that makes me feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then I asked myself, what can I do differently? And so that's probably where the creativity Mm. part comes in, right? It's like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is not how I want to stay. And now I got to take a moment and find a better way. And then it's either a new thought, maybe Mm. a different idea, maybe a conversation with someone or something Mm -hmm. that will then lead me to something else. But first and foremost, I have to be courageous to make that move and Mm. also be welcoming something I didn't know, which covers your original question. All of that. Oh, I mean, it brings up so many, so many more questions, but also just so many pieces about how mindfulness really supports uncertainty and creativity thrives in uncertainty. And what you were describing about that courageousness or having courage to try something and maybe it'll fail and maybe it'll be amazing. I, I wonder, do you feel that you come at creative challenges in a similar way or is that, do you experience it differently? Yeah, I thought about this question because I really found it interesting that I find creativity never to be the challenge Mm, uh you know what I mean like for me creativity is the solution to a challenge but I never see creativity actually being a challenge because then (laughs) to me then there where what's I mean maybe I should be defining what is creativity right (laughs) because (laughs) if it can't yeah yeah yeah, I mean that's I guess there's you know for some people 
they get caught up in their head when they're trying to do something creative or they have that self-doubt or self-talk about, oh, it's not going to be good enough. But it really sounds like you have your mindfulness skills really show up in those moments and give you that extra courage to say, we're going to try it anyway. And it, it is, it will be what it will be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yes. That's, that's, uh, and that's the uncertainty that, you know, comes with it because I feel like we, when our minds come into play, or I should say our thoughts come into play mm-hmm. and they're holding us back. It's the being afraid that, mm the outcome will hurt me, mm-hmm. you know, and we are afraid that making this extra move or going this other direction is going to turn out to be more painful than it could be, you know? Right. Yeah. Fear is such a fickle <laughs> emotion <laughs> can run our lives so well sometimes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm so curious. I mean, you've talked a bit about things that inspire you, but how about today? Who or what is inspiring you today? Oh, there's a a few things. I mean, one thing that inspires me to always think anew Mm -hmm. is my six-year-old son, for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, just today we took a day uh, on a lake, uh, beach lake. And, uh, there was actually a moment where I sat there and I was just thinking to myself, if I can't go down in the dirt, in the sand with him and play, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. like, what's the point in, in general? And it just brings me to this more of this other curiosity of like, okay, what else am I missing Mm. that could bring me more joy Mm. that is outside of our expectations? And and again, the expectations might not be what I think my expectation is, but possibly something that's already implanted in me Mm -hmm. that is expected by society, how I should be functioning, right? Absolutely. I love that you bring creativity into that and say, how can I, you know, what's the point? How can I do more? How can I bring more joy? Because I really find that creativity supports more joy and happiness in our life. And who doesn't want more of that? (laughs) So I love that your six-year-old is inspiring you to find more joy and get dirty and play. Yeah. I mean, if it was only that easy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. But having those moments, it sounds like those are the ones you carry with you. It's not necessarily the, I don't know. I think people, it's not the material things. It's the moments you share with others that you're speaking of and that, you know, what inspires you or brings you joy. Yeah. And also, I mean, the one thing not to take away too far, but it's like what I was just thinking about the past few days, which is funny because it's like really this, how we relate to materialistic things Mm. versus experiences. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. just think about gifts Yeah, and, you know, gifting someone an experience versus gifting someone 
an actual thing, mm-hmm. right? And so I mean, that there alone, it's like you need to think more to give someone an experience mm-hmm. than just gifting something you buy in the store. Not to say that they are not valuable, but it's also how we relate to them, how we think about things, right? That mm-hmm. unless it's something tangible, mm-hmm. it has more worth than an experience that is gone in a split of a second. Mm-hmm. That you so own, that's you're the holding on. Memory. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so fascinating to think about how creativity shows up in that space. And how mindfulness shows up in that space, making that conscious choice to provide an experience for someone and how much creativity goes into it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Well, thinking of kind of creativity and your son playing made me, makes me want to ask, is there something in that you have always wanted to try and you haven't yet? Is there something new you want to try in your life? Like if we're talking crazy or just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As crazy <laughs> as you want off the charts. Go for it. I mean, I always would love to like jump out of a plane. Let's oh, put it that way. Okay. <laughs> I actually just had a friend who did that the other day. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Where was my invitation? No. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Jumping out. Of, what is it about jumping out of a plane that is that? calls to you well I love birds Mm -hmm. you know and so just that feeling of I mean we're just gravitated (laughs) I mean you know it's like gravity is holding us down Mm -hmm. and so to levitate and to just be in space like Mm -hmm. space uh would probably be just the what is that feeling like because mm-hmm. unless I am in space myself, I would not never know, right? Yeah. I love how thinking about doing some or trying something new gives us the opportunity to think in a different way, to think of how that experience could be, what it would feel like, smell like, sound like, and have a sensory imagination exploration and how much creativity goes into that. (laughs) I I love it. It's a new way to think about why you want to try something new, I think, but it sounds like you have a fair amount of community with your mindfulness and through school. And I'm sure having a six-year-old, there's community that comes along with that. But how does your community impact or influence your creativity? That's an interesting question. I think it depends on the situations that arise. Mm -hmm. I can't really say how because in the in the end I think how it influences me is more that I think I'm the one that brings the creativity sometimes to the table well actually that's not so true I think it's all depends on the situation I think it depends on the limitations that we have on our own Mm -hmm. right and so Mm -hmm. wherever someone in that community has a limitation that's where someone else brings the creativity forward right Mm. like where someone doesn't have that limitation they'll be like how about we do it like this and then it's like 
sometimes it needs convincing <laughs> and sometimes they're like yeah sure let's try right and so i had it actually in my you know in our relationship for instance my husband and i it's like you know some sometimes it it really depends you know but sometimes he has like a more conservative perspective on things and sometimes i do and then it becomes this thing like you now we're at a point where like okay we'll try let's just go with it you know it can yeah. only go wrong <laughs> i like that perspective it can only go wrong and then and then you're surprised when it doesn't right <laughs> yes. oh that's amazing yeah, yeah I, I think that's so interesting that to see that you bring the creativity in certain aspects and other people bring the creativity in other areas of community. And I was thinking of this question as you were talking, um, not having grown up in the United States, do you feel like creativity was expressed or experienced in a different way in Switzerland than it is here in the United States, having a six-year-old here? I can't really compare it to his age right okay. now. If, I mean, or I should start it first, what comes up for me first. And then I think there is something mm -hmm. to say there. But what I noticed in like, you know, I came here when I was 23. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a different experience, like age-wise, right? right? You have already done your school stuff. You're not mm -hmm. really in this. At that moment, I really felt I have more opportunities here mm. to be creative. Like there, yeah, okay. you know, I, I had this impression and it might be true. I like, for instance, also why I don't want to go back and why I want to stay here is because I feel that my son will have more opportunities to choose a profession that is more creative mm. where he can pick, you know, dance, mm -hmm. music, drunk to paint uh, like arts mm -hmm. you're right to to be one of his major mm -hmm. I don't think in Switzerland I had these opportunities in that mm -hmm. way I think it's a very you know lim not limited I would just say like they're just focused more on like the academics mm -hmm. and like more on like office work than they are on the other types of work. There are great artists, you know, <laughs> in Switzerland, musicians and artists, you know, painters and sculptures. Yeah. And I don't know how they <laughs> got there. <laughs> That's more of like, oh, I didn't even know, like coming here, I find them, you know, I <laughs> hear about them. I was like, oh my God, how did I not know about them, right? Yeah. And so I wonder where and how they through. I think that has to just be a very individual interest mm. of wanting this really badly, like knowing from the get-go, this is what I want and have to do mm -hmm. to be happy, right? And here, I think there is already a more broad way of bringing this to you. Mm -hmm. And then again, when I think about my six-year-old being now get, going into second grade, I do feel they're at early age, much more focused on academics. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, they do arts, they do singing, you know, they do technology. So they do 
have this aspect as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of the context of maybe, you know, the focus on reading and writing and, you know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they're putting a lot of focus on that aspect yeah. that makes me feel that way. Although I don't feel like it has had a negative impact because mm-hmm. I remember before he went to school and my friend would tell me, it's like, oh, they have homework, you know, every day. I'm like, homework every day. I didn't have homework until it was like in third grade or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, that's crazy, no? And now I realize like, you know, maybe it's not that bad because it's not such an abrupt introduction Mm. you know because it's very easy very simple it's a couple minutes here and there Mm -hmm. you know and so they gradually get you into this mindset and I think it just is important as a parent to not lose that sight to keep Mm -hmm. seeing create like I mean I fall into the same traps you know (laughs) like (laughs) I'm no (laughs) angel here is that to really like today, you know, have more of these days, really encourage kids to have more of these creative moments where they lead the the way and they Mm. tell you what they want to do and how they want to do it. Because in school, they are being told from such a young age what they have to do, how do they have to do things. And I just heard maybe a few months ago that after, I think, when you're five, six years old, the creativity goes down. And mm-hmm. I can now understand why is because in schools, it's not told, hey, by the way, <laughs> you got to stay creative, right? Because that yeah. has to come from other places. And so I think it's, I don't think it's the parents solely job. But for right now, mm-hmm. I think that's it's one of our jobs to make sure that we bring the creativity back because we need it. <laughs> I agree. Absolutely. I love all of that. And yeah, it just makes me think about different cultures and countries and how they view creativity and how it shows up in the expression of, you know, not necessarily finer performing art creativity, but more of that everyday creativity space in other cultures and countries too. Because I think it is a different experience from the United States to Switzerland to, you know, Kenya to New Zealand and all of these places that I've talked to people about creativity and their experiences have been very different. So it's fascinating to, to hear all of it. And you kind of shared a little bit, but I'm curious, how would you encourage others to find creativity in their lives? Yeah, it's a really difficult. I mean, again, if you haven't done it for so long, right? Mm-hmm. If it's been decades where you even thought about what is creativity, because yeah. it's not like you're not doing it. Like mm-hmm. everybody is creative that they don't know. Like you asked me at the beginning, it's like, oh, I had to think about that question, <laughs> right? right? It's yeah. like, oh, what is it that, you know, I, I know like, like, what do you, what have you done in your life? on your Mm -hmm. daily life right that is creative that made it easier it's like I don't know you know what is it you know (laughs) um I do have an idea of that (laughs) but when I think about this it's really to think outside the box and when you when you get to this limitation Mm -hmm. to ask yourself what could free me up from it Mm. or what is holding me back from it Mm -hmm. into by by 
having these inquiries for yourself, you then find an answer which turns out to be a creative answer because it's not something that you've done before. Mm -hmm. It's not something you're used to do. And another thing is to really be open to conversations, to mm -hmm. share your limitations so that as you, you know, found out when you asked me about communities to really know more about the people you're with. Mm -hmm. Because the more I understand what creativity is and also see how other people use their own creativity, it mm -hmm. might ignite something in my creativity. And mm -hmm. so it's really like a snowball effect, <laughs> if I may say, because it, yeah. and then your children are definitely still more connected to creativity. And so for me, it really is this important way of connecting to the individuals mm. at whatever stages they are right and especially mm -hmm. children and that they to see them not from the light that we as parents think we should see them but actually lower our gaze and our height and mm. go down to the floor and yeah. see what they see right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and I mean in hearing you talk I can hear the mindfulness components that show up, but could you maybe share some more explicit mindfulness skills or aspects of mindfulness that might support finding creativity in your life? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, for me, it's just to pick up a piece of paper, a pencil, some mm -hmm. colors mm -hmm. and just draw something like it or pick a song or music and move to it mm -hmm. you know to mm -hmm. really like get in touch with that what's in your body because I feel like we are not connected to our bodies enough mm -hmm. and so yeah. by using something more in our fingers and hands and like mm -hmm. in our bodies I, I feel like that kind of like loosen it up I mean to me it's so difficult to comprehend or to find out like how would someone who might not be as creative what is missing in their lives mm -hmm. and usually it's as simple as you know moving yeah. and not being stuck physically mm -hmm. stuck right? Mm -hmm. Like we're stuck in our thoughts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's already one. But usually that's a reflection of how our bodies are feeling mm -hmm. and that we're stuck in our body somehow. And so by just, and the, the funny thing is, and you probably have witnessed this before, but when you tell someone like, oh, we're going to draw something, <laughs> initiate the question or the, the answer right away is like, I can't draw. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> And that's exactly, that's already the point. It's like, so what determines that you can't draw? You can't put a pencil or a color, color pencil on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it really is like that limitation right there, mm -hmm. right? Like we don't even see that we can do that. And you had a post about this, right? Mm -hmm. Like creativity is not, I don't remember what the beginning was, but I know it's how we are operating. <laughs> yes, it, I post that today, John Cleese. You know, creativity isn't about talent. It's how we operate. Like we operate on creativity. And I, that just resonates with me so deeply. 
<laughs> and that's the total description because we think we have to have a talent to be able mm-hmm. to draw to and again creativity is way beyond yeah drawing or dancing or mm-hmm. any of these performing arts that you're also mentioned before it's way beyond that but I think that's where we can unleash it mm-hmm. is I agree my understanding yeah yeah nice well I know you have something that you've thought about but what's an everyday issue that you've had to use creativity to solve I love these questions <laughs> uh, well it's, it's maybe not an everyday but what ha- what I did thought that well the original one was like I actually don't know exactly what because I, I would think of something that was like let's say something was like needed fixing and I was using creativity to make it work again mm-hmm. right like that was my initial thought I was like oh yeah. so I even asked my husband I was like what do you <laughs> what I what I've done <laughs> that is creative for our everyday made our everyday easier I didn't know so the one thing that I thought about today was that in the past, so I was saying like for the past 20 years, I've been, or 20 some years, I've been working in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I think I was really courageous in some ways, or it started off not so courageous, started off after arriving in the States, not Mm -hmm. finding a job for a year. And then finally, someone called me it's like hey you applied here a year ago oh my goodness (laughs) this job and it started off as an intern and then uh, it turned out to be a full-time position Mm. and I think the creativity I use there is because I started as an intern that had low hours low income I would always ask for a raise every year Mm -hmm. I mean at the beginning every other month So that's creative, right? That right is, there. and I love it, as you should. <laughs> and every year I would then, once I had a certain level, I would just wait every year. I would come back, like, oh, I think it's about time, mm-hmm. you know, to get another one. And that was one. And the other one was in the same company because of this internship where there was like 20-hour limit and that expanded mm-hmm. to 40 hours that I said, I'm staying on hourly rate. And I will always have Wednesdays off. Hmm. And so that, and I don't remember, like in these 20 years, I probably worked in such a manner for most of it. Mm -hmm. I never really had a salary. Mm -hmm. I always worked hourly. Mm -hmm. And that gave me the freedom of not having to work these 40 hours every week Mm -hmm. and had to deliver to that I was delivering so I was earning what I was making and Mm -hmm. so giving myself this freedom to also say like okay I'm only coming in for these days and whenever I work more than 40 hours I get overtime so it would give me these opportunities to Mm -hmm. just arrange my everyday how I wanted it to be but also what they needed. Mm -hmm. So it was like a real good collaboration between two parties. And I think, especially in the world that we're living in today, where everything has gone upside down Mm -hmm. and everything is changing, people are changing positions and all that. And I understand the fear of not having an income, but I also think that we have to have the, the courage 
to let people know where our boundaries are, where our limitations are. And with that can come the creativity between two parties to say, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. These are your boundaries. Here are mine. Right. And then where do we intersect? Yeah. And I think this is where I see the future of working with people to be a creative collaboration and not a fixed set of how we have to work to make it work because it, it, it we are human beings and yes. we all want something from it. And so, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what I oh. thought about today. That's like, amazing. This is, this is I mean, crazy. to think of how creativity can show up with setting boundaries for a work schedule. I mean, not, I guarantee you many people were not thinking about that when I asked this question of how, what are everyday issues that you've had to use creativity to solve and to think that you use creativity to make the schedule that works for you and supports you and still supports the company that that is creativity in action. I think (laughs) well it has been such a treat to chat with you and I have one last question what does it feel like in your body to be creative it just feels very freeing Mm. it gives me opportunities just to be free and yeah coming back to what I will would want to do you know that feeling of just levitating I think it's the right word I'm not sure floating <laughs> levitating yeah floating there you go uh it's really the expression of like I accomplish something mm-hmm. you know it just makes you feel confident and just full of life and you just want to do it again <laughs> <laughs> but yes all Yes to all of that. I want that. And I love that that is your experience of creativity. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. And if people want to learn more about what you do, how would they go about doing that? Well, I have a website that they can go on. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. mindfulbeingllc.com. I have under the same name, I have an Instagram account, (laughs) mindful.being.llc. I think it's still LLC. I don't know if I changed it to just mindful being. No, it's still mindful being LLC. And then uh, on Facebook, you know, you can find me there. And uh, LinkedIn under Raditya Lazri. So I'm 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 on social media. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Trying to be creative with that though. Nothing too crazy. Uh, and so, yeah, that's where you can find me. And uh, there's always going to be some workshops here and there. I always love to work with people directly. I have uh, meditation sessions uh, every week, two times a week, Mondays and Thursdays, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. And so, yeah, that's uh, where you can find me. Wonderful. I'll put that in the show notes so everyone has easy access. And again, thank you so much for sharing all of your pieces about creativity and mindfulness today. Thank you so much for having me, Mar. This was so much fun. <laughs> I agree. It was so much fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. 
We'd love to keep in touch. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you. So leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.